Hi everyone, Chris here, and today I want to wrap up our discussion about leadership in instructional design. And I thought I'd wrap our discussion up with a talk about how teams form and sort of the process teams go through as they develop. So probably the most well-known description of how teams form and sort of that process is the Tuckerman model. The Tuckerman model. I said I knew I was going to say Tuckerman because I'm from New England and there's Tuckerman's Ravine on uh, Mount Washington where crazy people go ski. Um, so Bruce Tuckman was contracted by the Navy to explore, investigate, and describe how groups become teams. And he identified four stages that groups go through as they transform from groups into well-functioning teams. And um, he, I think probably the reason it's so popular is he named the groups, the, the stages very well. They all rhyme. So the, the four stages of team development are forming, storming, norming, and performing. Kind of has a ring to it. So essentially, as we walk through these, the forming stage is literally when the group comes together and everyone meets each other and starts to figure out who everyone is. Um, and in this stage, essentially, as a leader, you should give very clear directions to everyone so that they can start working right away. And this is also that exploratory stage where they just sort of observe everyone else and sort of see what's going on. The next stage is the storming stage. And um, it's literally like a thunderstorm kind of storming stage. And this is when people start to figure out who everyone is. And it's that natural human tendency to sort of try to figure out what the pecking order is and who's in charge, who's, uh, who's doing what, where everybody's place is. And this can be a time when an effective leader is going to step in and not only offer direction of the tasks that need done, but offer um, assistance with sort of that personal social aspect as well. Um, and essentially there, you're just going to want to look for balance and let people come together. The next stage is the norming stage. And this is where you develop group dynamics and group norms. Sometimes this happens, actually most of the time this happens just naturally as people fall into their position and start to see what everyone else is doing and sees the value in what everyone else is doing as part of the team. So this is where norms of behavior are established. There's predictability. Um, and as a leader, you should support the norms that are that evolve from the, from the group. And this is also where team members start to help each other, which is probably the most important piece. Once everyone knows what's expected of themselves and what's expected of others, and they all know their rank is the wrong word, but it kind of is the right word. They know where they where they fit. Um, then they can they start to help each other as well. And then the last stage in the Tuckman model is the performing stage. So the performing stage is when things just start going great, and everyone's sort of churning along. They have their norms established, and everyone is helping each other and magic happens. Um, a couple of different people, actually many different people, have added another stage to 
the Tuckman model, and they call it different things. Some people call it the morning stage, the adjoining stage, the transforming stage. And this is sort of a modern thing because teams now sort of come together and then break apart, come together and then break apart. And, and that brings up an interesting piece that I wanted to mention because it sounds like the Tuckman model would be very linear. You start at the forming stage, you go through the storming stage, you norm your behavior, and then you start performing. But it's not always exactly linear, and it doesn't always follow a predictable pattern and timeline. And things can sort of toss you for a loop. Um, you can have the situation change, and then you may need to re-establish norms. You may have a new person enter the group, and then you may end up going all the way back to um, forming and storming as the new pecking order is determined. So knowing the the stages that a, that a group typically goes through as they go from a group to a team can sort of help a leader foster that path a little bit faster and sort of speed up the process and help people come together as a team. And I figured that was a great way to sort of end our discussion about leadership instructional design as we all go out and try to help the groups that we work with become better teams. Alrighty, I will talk with you tomorrow.